Welcome to Explore Europe, a podcast series for American military stationed in and around Germany. Each episode brings you travel tips and local secrets to help you get the most out of your time overseas. This episode is proudly sponsored by Used Car Guys. Pre-owned military car sales all over Germany and new car sales for stateside delivery when you PCS. Good cars from good guys. And now, introducing your hosts, Michelle Peirce and John Sweeney, who've been living in Germany and exploring Europe for over 15 years. So, where should we explore today? Well, there's only one way to find out. It's on with the show. Welcome to another episode of Explore Europe. I'm John Sweeney, your host for today. It's the first time for our role reversals. And today, Michelle is going to give us some insights and tips from when she explored the Black Forest. How's it going, Michelle? Thank you, John. Yes, the Black Forest. And very specifically, I'm taking you to a little town in the Black Forest called Tittersee Neustadt. And I think it's probably okay to have a little giggle at that name because I do every time I visit. Yeah, it sounds uh, very unusual. And the Neustadt <laughs> bit at the end as well. So it's a new, it was obviously a new town at some point, And maybe there's a second town called Tittersee somewhere in Germany. Yeah, I imagine like most of these towns, they've uh, probably been twinned at some point, but I don't know the history of Tittersee Neustadt, I have to admit. I just enjoy its presence. Well, let's go for it. Tell me, what time of year did you go, Michelle? Um, I usually go to the Black Forest in the summer, um, but I've actually, I've been around this area also in the winter and enjoyed it just as much. But I'm probably going to talk mostly about uh, summer activities for this podcast and I've been to this particular place several times and every time I've been I've done various different activities so I'm kind of combining them all in this podcast episode so our listeners can pick out the bits that would interest them the most so I've got quite a lot of things to say about Tittersee Neustadt and the surrounding areas so um, yeah you might have to curb my enthusiasm somewhat for this one. Okay, well, let's give us the, the best bits that you like. And uh, if you talk too much, I'm sure we can slap you down a little bit. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, let's start with getting to Tittersee Neustadt. So I'm based in Mannheim. So for me, it's about a two hour drive from the KMC area or Wiesbaden. It's about three and a half hours. And from Stuttgart, it's just two hours because they're all obviously already further down in the south anyway. Um, okay. There is a good train system down there, and I have um, been to Tittersee Neustadt on the train before, and you go over a really lovely um, city called Freiburg, and then take a regional train out to Tittersee Neustadt. But I do like to have the car when we're there, because we do a lot of walking and biking, but sometimes you want to drive to the start point of these locations, otherwise you might be adding on 15, 20 kilometres to a walk, which isn't really your intention. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely, I think it's probably a place this time I would recommend driving down to. Okay, what about accommodation? Where, where can you stay in that area? Um, there's lots of really nice hotels um, in around Tittersee. So Tittersee is a lake. It's basically Lake Tittersee. And um, there's some really beautiful hotels around the lake, but they're quite pricey because, as you can imagine, it's a bit of a tourist hotspot. We stay in a little guest house just outside the town or on the edges of the town called Gasthaus Ravenkel. I'm slightly reluctant to share this secret because I don't want to find that when I try and book into my favourite guest house next time I go, it's too full because I've shared the secret. But there we go. Um, what about secrets on this show, Michelle? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. That's the whole point, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. 
It's not fancy. It's a quite a basic um, set of self-catering apartments, but you can book in to have um, breakfast in the, in the main guest house. But we usually take one of the apartments um, because we tend to go with our dog. So it's nice for her to have a bit more um, room to run around. Uh, okay, I think cool. We... Sorry to stop you there, Michelle. You said a magical word to me just there. Yeah. Dog. Yes. So you can <laughs> well... bring the dog. Yes, welcome to Germany, where dogs are probably equally, if not more, welcome than children. <laughs> wow, well, that's great, because I have a dog, as you well know. Yep. You've got a dog, and, and many of our listeners, I'm sure, have pets that they want to bring along. So they can bring the dog along, and it's not a problem. No. Dogs can get into restaurants. Is that fine? Yeah, absolutely fine. No problem at all. And uh, this weekend trip is a dog-friendly trip. It's a kid-friendly trip. This is a proper bring-the-whole-family weekend and these these apartments we stay in are completely fine to bring to bring your dogs um we pay probably around 32 to 35 euros a night each i think the 35 includes breakfast that's amazing that's a great price how did you find this place um i think my husband might have found it and maybe he was looking on booking.com but now we book with them directly and very reluctantly i'm going to share the website in the show notes for this for this guest house they are, um, it's run by a kind of elderly couple. Their English isn't fantastic, but you will absolutely get by. You'll, you'll manage it somehow. And okay, that's cool. they're, they're really friendly. And because um, the Black Forest is really used to tourists and especially motorcyclists, motorcyclists go crazy for taking their bikes around the Black Forest. I guess it's the, the lovely windy roads. Um, so they're used to all sorts of people arriving. And yeah, I think we've probably been staying in this guest house for maybe the last six years. Okay, cool. All right. So you're down there, you're in, you've got the dog, Lola, as I know. <laughs> uh, you've gone out, you've had a walk, you've done some bits and pieces. You're sitting back in your apartment. You've had your, you've been to the supermarket, you've bought your food. What do you do next? What do you go oh. and see? Everything. So my weekend trips, whereas you like um, you like a city trip, and I do too occasionally, but my weekend trips, uh, especially in Germany, are active outdoor trips, no matter what the weather. So uh, this particular spot, Tidsi Neustadt, is an absolute perfect spot if you're a walker, if you're a mountain biker, if you want to get outside and explore nature. So we have a couple of fantastic... Um, walking routes and biking routes and I'm going to share them with you now so some of these are a bit more strenuous than others but there are ways to shortcut them so you can do sections of them with kids and get the best out of them so for one day um, there's a, a town called Hintersarten which is a five minute drive from Tittersee Neustadt and from Could there you spell that for me Hintersarten I can actually. no 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 I'm joking just put it in the notes later <laughs> um so, yeah, it's about five minute drive. And from there, there is a 12 kilometer loop. And that takes you through an area called the Luffeltal. And it also covers what is known as the Heimatfad, which is an area that is filled with um, traditional handworkers' buildings from the area. So, most of them are not in use anymore, but you'll see like an old sawmill. You'll see the, um, I think they call it a Schmeider in German, but the Smithies. Um, old workshop and there's lots of these all dotted all along these walk this walk because it's all part of um, uh, a, a big river and obviously the river was I guess 
being used to help all of these businesses function with the big mills. You remember, you can see that you know the churning wheels on the river that that make, might make the bandsaw work for the for chopping down the trees or you know milling the trees and things like that. In medieval times, they used to centre businesses around the river. That's right. And uh, the reason for that was that like the blacksmith when they're making the horseshoes could cool it down with the water. The people could go get water to clean clothes. They could use the water for cooking. So this is, it's it's a very old traditional style medieval place. Yeah, exactly. And all of these little huts and things have been preserved. I guess the, the local tourist board has kind of seen the value in this. Um, so it's really lovely. And, you know, they're not big places. These were all, all small individual um, traditional workers with their own huts. So there was dozens of them dotted around this area. Um, so this walk, it's, it's not... Part of it is not too strenuous, but when I take you to the next section of it, there's a there's a, there's a bit of a hike, but it's it's still perfectly doable. So about two or three kilometers into this walk, we're heading to a place called Ravenneschlucht, which is a canyon. Um, now, don't yep spell that one for me. No, I'm kidding again. I'm kidding again. <laughs> say, I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna link to all of these things. Okay. If you could say it again, I'll be impressed, and I'll let you carry on. Sorry, that's my childish side. Ravenna, I can Ravenna Schlucht. Okay, very impressed. good. <laughs> so a, a Schlucht is a canyon, and it's not. We're not talking the Grand Canyon. These are not big American style. Um, you know, monuments. You need to start thinking about a European style hidden within the depths of the Black Forest with these beautiful, huge trees all around it. And then this meandering canyon with these mini waterfalls falling all the way throughout it. It's absolutely stunning. Really, really beautiful. So our destination is to head towards the Ravenneschlucht. But on our way there, there is an amazing, I think it's actually based from a hotel called the Hofgutsternen. And there is... um. A glass blowing factory there, which also so you can um, see them blowing the glass and making these beautiful ornaments. There's a huge shop there where you can buy a lot of um, German made products like cuckoo clocks, of course. We're in the Black Forest, so it's very famous for its cuckoo clocks um, and big ceramic beer steins. So it's it's quite a tourist hotspot, but it's really beautiful. With the touristy stuff and the souvenirs, I think you've touched on mm-hmm. something really, really good there. So you meant you briefly touched on cuckoo clock. Mm-hmm. I've heard about the Black Forest and cuckoo clocks, so I'm sure it's a wonderful place. I've actually seen some cuckoo clocks down there, so that's really good because a lot of my customers, uh, when I sell cars, have been talking about cuckoo clocks. And you're talking about the ceramic mugs. Is this the one with mm-hmm. like the metal tops over to stop the yes. flies going in? Okay. Exactly. Right. So if you want to take home some very, very German souvenirs from your time here, then this is the place for it. They're probably going to be slightly more expensive than you can find if you hunt um, in, you know, flea markets and places like that. But it's such a nice spot. And there's a nice restaurant there and a giant cuckoo clock, um, which is actually the top of an entire building. I've taken a film of this, so I may try and link to it in the show notes. Um, But yeah, it's, it's a really incredible spot. And if you don't fancy the big walk... You could actually just drive to the Hofgutsternen. And this is in a place called Bright now. So this is part of my 12-kilometre loop. Okay. And from there, you could do a shorter walk along and up to the Ravenna Schlucht. Okay. So if the if the if you've got kids with you and they're not up for a 12-kilometre hike, 
then you could do you could do this. And we saw some people when we were there that had been on one of those Viking river cruises and they were dropped off nearby and then brought here for the morning to explore the area. And I thought that was a really good spot for them to be. Now, the only thing I will say is that we, because we were doing a loop, we walked up in up the Schlucht and there were lots and lots of steps. Um, I personally find when I'm hiking, I find it easier to go up steps and walk up than I do come down, especially okay. steps. I find steps quite challenging to walk down when they're very steep. Um, and in the winter, it would probably be quite treacherous to be around there. Um, so this this is definitely a, a kind of summer trip. But what's great about doing big, long walks anywhere in Germany, especially in forest areas, is that somewhere along the way, you're going to find a restaurant and they're going to serve giant slabs of cake. So we went in. The, so we were about perhaps two hours into our walk and we started to see signs for nearby restaurants. We were thinking, OK, it's about 11 o'clock. That's cake, cake o'clock in, in my uh, in my book. So we stopped off for a big slice of traditional Schwarzwälder Kirschtorte. Black Forest Gatto. Uh, all the places to eat a Black Forest Gatto. I suppose the Black Forest is the one to do it, right? Absolutely. So that was that was really good. That was about halfway through our walk. Um, and we weren't going very fast, but I, I guess the whole thing probably took us about three and a half hours in total. And then after our Black Forest cake, we walked back to Hintertzarten, um, back to our car, which was parked in the, in the town centre there. And yeah, I guess that was about three and a half, four hour walk. And that was... Pretty exhausting, but a really good morning out into nature. And that's definitely a walk I would recommend. Okay, now with the Black Forest, it's a huge, massive area. I mm-hmm. mean, I think it's like 160 kilometres long in some parts. Yeah. And that's going to cover a lot of area. Mm. So Tiddesee sounds wonderful. I'm sure there's other places. Uh, a couple of things that spring out to mind for me when I went to the Black Forest was um, the lake. Is it the, no, the waterfall, the Triberg waterfall? Yes. It's, it's a, the highest waterfall in Germany. Yes, and it's not far from this area. That's somewhere you could you can drive to it. Um, now, for this one, you need to, uh, and is the case with a lot of the bigger waterfalls, you do pay an entrance fee to, to go in there. So Triberg Waterfalls is absolutely beautiful. Um, and there is, you can drive to, I think it's access from Triberg, the town of Triberg. That's and then right. It's, yeah. yeah, and then it's a short walk from there. There's another waterfall that's about half an hour from Tittesee Neustadt as well called Todnau Waterfall. That's okay. also definitely worth the trip out to. And while you're in Todnau, they've also got a fantastic summer roller coaster that's brilliant for the kids. And Excellent. I did yeah, I did this um but because I'm a scaredy cat, I went down the roller coaster with the brakes on most of the way. Uh, but if you're if you if you like an adrenaline rush then this is a pretty big summer roller coaster. Um, but the queues to it can get quite uh, quite long. Um, but there's a cafe up the top. So you take a ski lift up to it and then you queue basically to take your uh, little seat and uh, and come come all the way down. But it's really incredible because the views as you come down are amazing. I just need to go back a little bit. You said you take a ski lift. We're talking about a summer vacation. You're taking a ski lift. Yeah, but in the winter, it's a, it's a, it's a winter sports location as well. So the Black Forest is actually full of ski resorts. Wow, I didn't know that. 
<laughs> now they're not as big or as well known as uh, you know the Austrian Alps or the German Alps, of course. They're, it's a much lower altitude. But yeah, there's um, just the other side of Tivoli Neustadt is probably the the most popular ski resort in the area and where I originally learned to ski, and that's Feldberg, and that's really beautiful. And that's if you've never skied before, that's a great starting point in the winter for sure. Okay, cool. Sorry, I'm putting you off track there to going from one thing. We've gone from that's summer okay, to winter yeah. straight away, so. Let's get back to what you were doing. Yeah, that's totally fine. So our walk in Hintersarten is a, a great 12-kilometer hike. There's another one we did the next day, which is from Tittersee itself. So we just basically left the apartment, walked along in along the town by the lake, walked over a huge, well, it felt like a huge mountain to me, but uh, when you're walking a mountain, they don't need to be very big to feel very huge, do they? Uh, so we walk, no. <laughs> we walk over a mountain called Saig and we walked into a village or a little town called Lenskirch. Um, Lenskirch is somewhere that I've stayed in before. It's quite a sleepy little village, but it's really pretty. And it has an amazing brewery in the village on a campsite, but it's the other side from where you arrive when you've walked over from Titsi. So somehow we calculated that this walk was going to be about six or seven kilometers but in the end we managed to clock up about 12. Wow okay. Um, yeah so again that was another big a big walk. The very first kilometer and a half of this walk so just as we left Titusee it's very very steep for a kilometer and a half like I was really out of breath I could have done with some walking sticks but once you get past that it's pretty it's it's pretty easy walk more or less. Okay. Um, and then when we got to Lenskirch, we walked through the village and we found the brewery, which is on the Bondorf Straße, so going out to the next the next town towards Bondorf. And it's worth it. The food there is fantastic. It's um, If you've ever eaten at a traditional brewery in Germany, there's just something about it. The food's always amazing. Um, it's always home-cooked. It's always fresh. It's always local produce. And, of course, you can wash it down with the, the beer from the brewery. So... Yeah, I think... That's never a bad thing, is it? <laughs> no, it's never a bad thing. So that's called the Brauerei Rog on Bondorfstrasse in Lenskirch, and I will add a link to that, and it's definitely worth going there. And if you do, just going back to the accommodation, if you're a family that like camping, then there's a really nice campsite there as well. And the restaurant on the campsite is also run by the brewery, and I've eaten there, also fantastic. Okay, so it sounds like... We're not going to be stuck for food and drink in that area. No, absolutely not. And it's also, Lenskirch is also a village that I recommend if you are doing some biking. So the Black Forest is very well known for its mountain bike trails. If you are an extreme mountain biker, then there is absolutely something for you all over the Black Forest. But if you are a bit more like me and like a bike ride, but nothing too challenging, then there's also some fantastic trails here for you. And there's a particularly um, interesting trail, which has been created specifically for families called the Benla Radweg. I'm going to add links to these in the show notes. And this is a, this actually follows some of the walk I did to Lenskirch, uh, slightly different routes, but um, it's basically a route from Neustadt Tittersee all the way to the town of Bondorf, which is about a 35-kilometre bike ride. But my recommendation is that actually you stop at Lenskirch and come back. Otherwise, you're going to end up doing a 70-kilometre round trip. And I have done that several times, but I have limped back into Tittersee Neustadt with a very sore bum after spending that amount of time 
on the bike. I've been with you on a bike for that distance, Michelle, and I did see you uh, hobble off afterwards, so there we go. Yeah, if you're not used to that amount of biking, it gets really sore really quickly. So uh, I would definitely yeah. recommend that you stop stop at Lenskirch. The other reason to do that is that the village of Bondorf is very, very quiet. And like a lot of these smaller villages in the Black Forest, restaurants might close at around two o'clock. So if you're looking to get somewhere in there and, ha- and then have a nice lunch to reward yourself for your efforts, it can be quite challenging to find somewhere to eat after two o'clock. The brewery in Len- in Lenskirch closes at either two or three. So when you're doing these either big treks or the big um, bike rides, then you need to be setting off reasonably early to make sure that you're landing up somewhere where that you where you'll be able to you know find a restaurant that's still open for sure. That, that's a good tip because there's a lot of these German towns that that will have the restaurant open till two, mm-hmm. close then for uh, midtime pause for them. Yep. until about five, maybe six o'clock. So you've got that three or four hour window where you're probably not going to be able to sit down and get food. Absolutely. And that's definitely the case in some of these smaller towns and villages. Now, Titus will be open all the time. Um, but again, in the, it's not a late night place. So some of the restaurants close at 8.30 and you do need to be aware of that. But definitely some of these smaller villages, you know, you may not be, if you arrive there after two o'clock, you may find everything's closed. So you have to prepare for that. Or be very German and take a packed lunch. Okay, cool. Let me just go back to the Benla Radweg. This was actually a, a very interesting track. It's Benla means a railway. So this is a disused railway line that they have taken back into use as a cycle path. So there are some elements of the railway that have been tarmacked over to create a nice cycle path. And what's lovely about it is it runs along the top of some of the mountains. So the views are absolutely incredible. There are a couple of places where it's quite steep and I've had to get off my bike. But generally speaking, it is a family friendly um, bike route. So it's great fun to do with the whole family. But like I said, probably do about halfway and then come back. It's not a circular trip. So it's an out and back trip. So if you go right to the end of it, you've got to remember that you need to get back. Got it. And do you know whether they would have bikes for hire around there or would you have to bring your own bikes? Yes, they do. Right in the middle of the town of Titusie by the lake, sort of as you're walking um, at the end of the pedestrian area, and I'll try and find a link to the shop actually, there is a bike hire place down there. And you can also hire electric bikes. So (laughs) So if you're looking to do some biking, but you're a bit worried about whether you've got the staying power to do a big, a big trip, then you can get some extra help and hire an electric bike. How about that, John? That's a good idea. Would that entice you back on the bike anytime soon? I was out this morning, Michelle, so hence why I was a little bit late for our podcast. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'm very impressed. It's definitely the time, right time of year for it. It is. Now, um, obviously, we touched on food. Um, breakfast yes. and is all you can go to the local Metzgerai, the butchers and the bakers and pick up your bits and pieces, the restaurants we know about. Is there any special local delicacies that we should be looking out for food-wise? Black Forest Gatto, you've talked about, is the obvious one. Is there anything else? Yes, and just let me go back to the Black Forest Gatto because I firmly believe that you should try the Black Forest Gatto in every restaurant that you visit in the Black Forest to for scientific research to ensure that every place holds up to the standards of the Black Forest. Every place has... Um, 
its own different way of making it or will use a local baker's to make it. So they're all ever so slightly different. One of my favourites is from a restaurant in the middle of Tittesee Neustadt called the Bergsee Restaurant. And there are many local specialties that you can try in this restaurant. It's, it look, overlooks the lake. Um, they do a fantastic black forest gatto there, which usually comes with a little shot of Kirschwasser. Do you know what Kirschwasser is, John? No, please, please enlighten me. <laughs> so Kirschwasser is basically a schnapps made from cherries. And you'll find that there's Kirschwasser in the Black Forest Ghetto, but you'll also get a little glass of it to have with your Black Forest Ghetto to help wash it down. So that's kind of nice. And you get that at the Bergsee restaurant. And um, the other really nice specialty that I like to try at the Bergsee restaurant is they have a huge platter. It might be called the Bergsee platter. I can't remember. Um, but it's going to be full of um, meats and cheeses. And one of the um, specialties from the area is Schwarzwälder Schinken, which is the Black Forest ham, which is uh, quite heavily smoked and lightly sliced ham. I'm vegetarian, so I don't eat it, but it smells fantastic. Um, and this platter... It is gorgeous. By yeah, way. you're a big fan, are you? Yeah. <laughs> so this platter comes out on a wooden board or a brett, as we say in Germany, and it's just filled with all of these different selection of hams and cheeses and some vegetables and also forellen, which is trout, and the trout will have been caught from Titsi Lake. So all local foods, a really lovely dish to try when you're in the Bergsee restaurant. I highly recommend that. Sign me up. I want some of that. <laughs> and if you are looking for something that's open a bit later, because like I said, a lot of the restaurants in Tittesee Neustadt do close down around 8.30. Um, there's a really nice Italian um, called the Förderstahl, and that's open till around 10. So um, that's kind of, you know, standard Italian pizza, pasta, that kind of thing, a little bit more modern. Um, and that's a great spot as well. Got it. Okay, so we've had our food, we're eating the food. Coming to pay. We're obviously in Germany. They're going to take uh, euros. But the big question is, are they going to take cards? Not everywhere is going to take cards. But Tittesee Neustadt is one of the few towns in the area that does. Um, I believe the Bergsee restaurant does take EC card, but it may not take credit card. Uh, you would need to double check. And that is something you need to be really careful of whenever you're in Germany, but especially when you start to go out to smaller villages and towns. And certainly if you're in the middle of a mountain and you're um, stopping for some Schwarzwälder cash torta at a hut in a mountain, that's probably always going to be cash. So the, a tip for all of us that I think we've all heard, but we need to reiterate and reiterate because I see it time and time again in many restaurants. You've got to carry cash. Yeah, you really need to carry cash in Germany, for sure. Okay. All right. And then um, you're walking around a lot. You're outside all day. Did you feel safe? Was it a safe place to travel? Oh, yeah. The Black Forest is just, yeah, absolutely. Without question. I haven't seen any. I'm sure there is crime. I haven't seen any crime. I felt incredibly safe. It's super clean. It's just, yeah, absolutely no question. It's a great place for tourists. It's a great place for families. Okay, great. Now, here in Ramstein and the uh, Kaiserslaut and the KMC area, Literally everybody speaks English. Mm -hmm. um, being Germany, I'm guessing there's a lot of English spoken down there. And I would suggest, I would guess that the mom and pops have a bit of English, not a, not a lot, and they can mix and match and you can get by. 
Is that my, would that be correct? Yeah, absolutely. So in Tittasee Neustadt itself, almost everyone will speak some English because it's a real tourist hotspot. As you start to go out to some of the villages outside of the area, um, it's going to be a little mix of hand signals and a denglish, but you'll definitely get by. They're so used to tourists out there anyway. So there's, there'll be a way to point to order food and make yourself understood. Absolutely. Great. Okay, so everybody's going to speak English or a, a bit of English, or as you call mm-hmm. it, Denglish, Deutsch and English mixed <laughs> together. Um, what is there to do for kids? Yeah, so if you are um, taking the kids out on these outdoors adventures, I think it's probably quite a lot to ask them to do the big walks all the time. One of the things that I love to do because I'm a bit of a geek when I'm walking is something called geocaching. Do you know what that is, John? No, please tell me. <laughs> so geocaching is basically electronic treasure hunts so and the black forest is full of these treasures um the first thing to do is go to a website called geocaching.com i think i'll add the links to the show notes and you can put an app on your phone but you if you're a hardcore gps user then you can download maps to a gps device but basically as you're doing some of these walks you can use your phone to track treasures that are buried all along the walks. These might be things from somebody has left a small box of Tupperware with some little trinkets in it or little messages that you can either add to or you can put your own trinket in there. And some of these trinkets are are trackable so you can log when you find them. This is super exciting for kids. And I promise you, I don't have kids, but a couple of times a year, I go back to my nieces and nephews and organize these days out where we do geocaching. And it's really, really popular with kids. And it's a super fun way to make long walk, I guess a little less dull for them and and a bit more interactive. And yeah, the Black Forest area is full of these places. Really exciting. And some of them are so hard to find. They will drive you nuts. But the satisfaction from when you do, people go to a lot of trouble to hide these little caches. Some of them are as small as matchboxes and they might be hidden in trees and you'll be given clues on the website to find them. And there might be a little rhyme or a little puzzle to solve to get there. Um, But one of the most important things is that you can't let muggles which is the term we've borrowed from Harry Potter. So non-geocachers see that you're looking for a geocache when you're looking for it. So you have to do it in secret. And this is a super fun way to get kids in, excited about being outdoors. What a great way to get them outdoors, yeah. If I could get the kids off uh, the video games, I'd be very happy. But this is a video game and walking, so it combines a lot of things. Absolutely. It's a, a really, really good fun way to get them involved in outdoors nature. Um there's quite a lot to do for kids, actually, in this area. Um, in Tittersee Neustadt itself, there's a place called the Action Forest, um, which is a high ropes course. Do you know what that is when they basically create these obstacle courses in trees? So you crawl along and you swing from tree to tree. It's all very safe because you're clipped in um, to a harness. So you, even if you fell, you'll basically just be swinging and then get pulled back up again. But it's super exciting for kids. I have done it and I have vertigo, so I was a bit rubbish at it and I found it really, really difficult. But it was very embarrassing because lots of kids were kind of flying past me, basically waiting for me to get out of their way. Kids absolutely love it. And anybody who is um, quite active and doesn't mind heights is going to absolutely love it. It's perfect for the whole family to do together. Um, You just need maybe 
two or three hours of your time and that's from the guest house raving call that's a five minute walk to the action forest that's a super afternoon sounds wonderful um one more or two more things i have there's a another way to get kids out and about in Feldsberg. so we talked about Feldsberg before and that's about a 10 minute drive from Neustadt Titsee you can literally see it from Neustadt Titsee but you have to go over the mountain to actually get to it and there's a um, something called the Little Folks Trail which is an, a wildlife park and they've got these like I want to call them creatures that are hidden and you can follow them around and, and follow their story. Like, I guess like little elves hidden in the forest and they have a story and it's a way to go through this wildlife park with the kids and discover the story of these little elves and everything they're doing in the forest. So that's, I guess that would be really good fun for the little people. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah, the website's in English, but I think that the information on the trails is in German. So you might want to download the English before you go so that you can help them translate as you go through it. So yeah. that's, yeah. I think that would be a really good fun thing too. I haven't done that, but I've heard about it and that was really good fun. And also in Titusi itself, they've got a little, um, they call it a little train, but it's actually a little bus with trailers and that will take you on a little trip around the town. And that's kind of nice for smaller kids too. So if they're getting a bit tired from all this walking and outdoor activities, then, um, yeah, you can have a little trip around, a little sightseeing trip around the area on the little train, which is kind of good fun as well. They're always good fun. Uh, I was in Metz a few days ago, which we'll come to in another episode, and it's not big enough for the hop-on-hop-off hop buses, so they had those little trains, and they had it in Strasbourg, they had it in Nancy as well. So it's a good way of seeing the town and something different, and the kids can get some pictures and look out the windows. The Black Forest is also very well known for relaxation. I mean, when mm. I went there, I had a weekend of just chilling out, walking through the forest, mm -hmm. um, spa days. I mean, have you got any tips for us on any of that? Yes, and this is another reason why I keep coming back to Tissy Neustadt because it's kind of got everything all in one place. There is an amazing indoor, outdoor swimming area called the Bada Paradis there. It has a retractable roof, a swim-up bar, and a whole section full of crazy water slides for the kids, which is completely separate from the relaxation area. So you can pack the kids off to go and do their crazy water slides. You can relax in uh, an area that has a huge indoor and outdoor pool, the swim-up bar, saunas, steam rooms. It's absolutely wonderful. You pay for the amount of time you're in there, so the only thing you have to watch is if you spend the whole day, then you know it can get a little expensive. But, I mean, the great scheme of things, that's a whole day's activity everyone's entertained there's a really nice restaurant in there and yeah I have to say that's a super way to round off the weekend if you've done a lot of activity and sport there but yeah that's a really nice way to both relax and keep kids entertained as well and it's super if the weather's really bad in the Black Forest um, I mean we tend to do the activities whatever the weather because I kind of think that's the whole point of being outdoors and in Germany you just need to take better clothing but a whole day when it's raining can be a bit tough on everybody so you could maybe do you know half a day of activities and then half a day in the border paradis and stay out of the rain and in the water that's really lovely another way to relax that I really enjoy while still keeping a little bit of the outdoor element to it is renting the electric donut boats on the lake that sounds um, wonderful. <laughs> yeah, you're going to like this bit, John. So they have 
They have paddle boats, they have paddle boards. There's a boat that you can get on and tour around Lake Titsi. But my favorite thing is to hire these 10 person electronic, they're called donut boats because they're round. They have uh, banks seated around the outside, an umbrella on top. And in the middle, there is a huge bowl that you fill with ice and you put in beers, wine, Cokes, and then you potter around on the lake for a couple of hours relaxing you can jump off the boat into the lake and swim it's very, the water is very cold but it's really refreshing um, and that is a super way to wind away a couple of hours after a very active day in uh, in and around Titusy Neustadt. That does sound wonderful I like the sound <laughs> of that. Now um, obviously the Black Forest is a huge area and we've just talked about one little tiny aspect today so I'm just going to leave a, a couple of bits from my experience of the Black Forest, that we can yeah. look at late in later episodes. Um, I think we could probably do a whole podcast series just on the Black Forest, to be perfectly honest. We probably could, yes. Uh, one place I went that was beautiful, if it's raining too much or if you, if you get bored of hiking, um, mm. is Baden-Baden. It's a beautiful yes. Roman town, not far from where you are talking about Tidesee, and it, mm. I, I believe it's the capital of that area as well. It's a very, yeah. very nice area, very nice town and unspoiled. Yeah, it is. And there's um, lots of um, really nice spas there. And there's a particular one that I like to go to because I'm, as you know, in Germany, they like to do their sparring and saunering. It's called textile fry, which means without swimsuits. Being British, I'm not very keen on this. I like to keep my swimsuit on. So one of the spas that I go to in Baden-Baden is called the Caracalla Spa. And that is a, they call it family-friendly spa. So basically you get to keep your swimsuit on. Also, we touched on the cuckoo clocks. Mm. An interesting fact of the cuckoo clocks, and you can travel to two of them, is one was the original world's largest cuckoo clock and one now claims to be the world's largest cuckoo clock. So there's a little bit of infighting amongst the cuckoo clocks. (laughs) Um, oh, and fantastic. So one, one's called the world's original biggest cuckoo clock and one's the world's largest cuckoo clock. They're worth going to see, especially if you've got the kids. You can go actually inside the cuckoo clocks and walk around. Um, and they're out near the Triberg waterfall, I believe. Uh, and then another, another town that we had the pleasure of being at at Christmas was Freiburg, which is yeah. absolutely one of the nicest Christmas markets I've ever seen with yeah, lots really of... Beautiful. Yeah, it is. And the little nooks and crannies. So if you're you down love and, your nooks and crannies, John. I do. If you can get down, <laughs> if you get down and dirty in those nooks and crannies, that's where you find the little gems, I believe. Those little yeah. small independent shops and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I love those. Um, but yeah. Freiburg's well worth a visit. And there's lots, lots more. Uh, Freiburg's a beautiful city and in a big university city as well. So um, if you've listened to previous episodes when we've talked about Heidelberg, you're going to see similar styles there, the kind of cobbled streets and the big old buildings. And that's what's really lovely about Freiburg. Definitely. And then I'm going to leave you with my last bit of the podcast here today. Why is the Black Forest called the Black Forest? Oh, this is a good question. Now, I think I know the answer, but... um, Listeners can write in and correct me if I'm wrong. I believe it's called the Black Forest because the trees are so dense together, so densely um, growing together, that from a distance it looks very dark. Correct. And when you're inside the Black Forest, in some of the very dense, densely populated tree areas, it is still dark even at midday. So this this is where the name the Black Forest came from. 
Yeah, I can vouch for that. And if you're going on one of these big hikes that I've recommended, you will be very grateful for that in the heat of the summer as well. Definitely. Okay, well, thank you very much, Michelle. I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed that. I hope the listeners have as well. So I want to say thanks and goodbye. And it's goodbye from me. We'll see you in the next episode. I really hope you enjoyed our visit to Tittersee Neustadt in the Black Forest. It's a great little town from which to start your Black Forest adventures because it has something for everyone. There's so much we could have talked about in this episode but didn't have time for, so I'm just going to encourage you to visit for yourself and find out more. Every week, I'm sharing a sustainable travel tip, something to make us all more mindful travellers and help us to reduce our impact on the planet as we explore more of it. An ice cream is a lovely treat on a hot day and Germany has ice cream shops everywhere. Often these ice creams are offered in small paper cups called Becher, alongside a plastic spoon. Unfortunately, just like coffee cups, these cups have plastic lining which makes them almost impossible to recycle. So instead, ask for your ice cream in a cone, or a Waffel in German. It's completely edible and leaves no trace of waste. Just remember to put the napkin in the paper recycling bin. I believe the best travellers leave nothing behind but a good impression and take nothing away but great memories. Thank you for listening to Explore Europe. If you've enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends and leave us a review on iTunes. Thank you to the good guys at Used Car Guys for sponsoring today's episode. You can find them online at usedcarguys.net or on location at Kaiserslautern, Ramstein, Spangdalem and Wiesbaden. We'd love to hear from you, so tell us in the comment section where you'd like us to visit next. And let us know where you'll be exploring using the hashtag ExploreEurope on Twitter. See you next time, explorers!